Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Passes to Thomas. He's gone. Touchdown, Saints. Got a bunch of room and some blockers. Hurdling a blocker at the 25. Inside the 50. What a run by Kamara, who's all the way in for a touchdown. Wow. Reese, quick throw. Sanders got there. Football fans and hoodats all over the world, get ready for an episode of Believe in Saints on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, John Hendricks. And welcome back to another episode of Believe in Saints. I'm John Hendricks alongside Terrence Copper. And uh, well, before I get too far into things, Terrence, I, I believe congratulations are in order. It looks like you had got some really good news lately. I, I don't want to spoil it for the fans that are listening, but why don't you tell them a little bit about some of the opportunities you got going on? Yeah, so I, I had opportunity. I was I was nominated uh, by New Orleans to go to the, the NFL and NCAA uh, coaching academy in Indianapolis, you know, so I'm excited about that. I get to go there and represent, represent New Orleans, represent the ball club uh, at the coaching clinic in February up in Indianapolis. So I'm definitely ex- excited about that. I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity. I'm excited about it because I really would love to get into, get into coaching. Uh, of course, I would love to get coaching the NFL, no matter how, no matter how that comes, you know, I would love to get into it. So having this opportunity to uh, to go to the coaches academy up in Indianapolis is a is a blessing and I'm very thankful for it. Yeah, and look, I, I think it's amazing and congratulations again. You know, I mean, we text, we, I saw the news, I was like, man, that's uh, outstanding for you. And, <laughs> you know, I love seeing former players being out there. Like, you know, for the Saints, they had Jermon Bushrod out there. They have Zach Streif, Sterling Moore, guys like that. I mean, you remember Ronald Curry used to play too. A lot of these guys mm-hmm. who who have used to be players and, and come into coaching. And so I think it's a natural thing. And so, I mean, you just let me know if you, you Curtis Johnson gives you a call and it's like, Hey, come on over to, to camp and we'll see what happens. Cause <laughs> you know, but man, that's so awesome. And and look, I mean, besides that, you know, nothing else has happened for the saints since we last recorded. Right. I mean, we were, went from, you know, talking oh, about yeah. the end of the season, missing the playoffs, and now mm-hmm. <laughs> the shocking thing <laughs> to happen on Tuesday. And, you know, the thing is, I would just say this, that, you know, we could have jumped on here and said, let's get an instant reaction. But I think, you know, that's that's obviously the, the big thing. But really just taking it all in and listening to what Sean had to say at Tuesday's press conference. I mean, he talked for over 90 minutes, and he answered mm-hmm. every single question. He was very – very honest in his uh, answers. And, and I guess I'll give you the four. What were some of your takeaways? Are you surprised by this? And then kind of give your thoughts. I mean, you've talked a lot about Sean Payton on this, this pod, you know, it's the floor is yours, man. You know what? I, I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, I understand his decision and it's great when, when you can be that successful at something and he coached what 15, 16 years, you know, in new Orleans, you know, so for him to be able to leave on his own terms, you know, to me, that says a lot. Uh, that says a lot about him. That says a lot about the organization to to still be committed to him for that long, you know, that he would be able to retire on his own time. Uh, I think because I saw the press conference and I think right now as, you know, as the Huda Nation, 
uh, it's fans of New Orleans, just everybody. I think it's the time now to really just be thankful to look back on all the all the, the many memories that Coach Payton and his teams have put together and just be thankful that we was able to have a coach like that in our lifetime uh, as fans and me as a player. You know, I was coached by Coach Payton for five years of my career. I played, I retired in my 10th year, and five of those years was with Coach Payton, uh, two years in Dallas and three years in New Orleans. You know, so he has really influenced me a lot when it comes to my my uh, playing experiences, the things I've learned from him, uh, learned so many things from him, uh, learned so much from him. You know, so I'm just thankful as a person that personally that I was able to be under his toolage for as long as I was and learn as much as I have from him and and being able to one thing that a lot of people is going to miss out especially you're going to miss the fans are going to miss it and the players are going to miss it have been on those teams it's amazing to see how him and Drew Brees work together you know uh, I know a lot of people they talk about you know coach Payton and, and Drew Brees the, the connection they had but they were always, and he, he kind of referenced this, maybe not to Drew, but he referenced this about the organization. They was always in concert. They was always on the same page. Um, you know, and that's how he was with Drew as well. And to be able to see that every day, you know, while I was in New Orleans, you know, it was, you, you really don't miss something until it's gone. Uh, you really don't know what you have until it's gone. Of course, I feel like we knew we had a, in New Orleans, you know, I feel like you, you know you have a great coach, you know you have a great organization. But once one of those pillars leave, and that first pillar I feel like was Drew Brees, when he left, you know, you kind of seen, you know, how how tough it was when Drew left as as fans and also as, you know, trying to replace him. Not saying that Drew is irreplaceable, but he is to a point for what he did in the community. And then when you look at Coach Payton, he's that second pillar, you know, to retire. It's going to be hard to replace him, not just as a coach, but somebody in the community, all the things he's done, he's done for New Orleans, uh, that town, the city, you know, so he's going to be hard to re to be replaced. Of course, I mean, you want to hope that, you know, we can replace him. I feel like the organization, Coach uh, uh, Mr. Loomis, can find somebody that can that can do a good job for New Orleans and keep the keep the boat rolling in the right direction. But man, it's gonna be hard to find another Coach Payton. It's gonna be hard. I don't think I don't think there's another Coach Payton out there, honestly. Um, but he was he's an amazing person, an amazing coach, you know, and what he's done for the community, man, is is unbelievable. Especially by me coming here in 06 when he came and seeing the transformation you know, of New Orleans from going from the the Aints, now we the Saints, you know, because I remember before then, you know, New Orleans, it really was a, I'm not going to say a laughing stock, but I remember seeing games where fans had bags over their heads, you know, uh, before Coach Payton got here, you know, and he restored that tradition, that great tradition that the Saints have. Uh, he restored uh the fan base, you know, I think the fan base always been there, but he made the fan base proud the way he built this team up 
and the values that he's that he installed in all his players. You know, so I think he just made New Orleans proud again. Uh, just all the things he's done, man. It's it's I can't say enough about him. You know, without just start babbling on because it's so much to talk about. You know, so but like I said, just for him to retire on his own terms. You know, I'm just thankful. I'm not sad about it. Uh, I mean, it's, of course, it's sad to see him go, but when you sit back and reflect on all the things that he's done for you personally uh, or for the town, for the city, for the team, you just got to be thankful that we that we was able to experience it. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. I mean, for... 25, he explained it. He's like, for the past 25 years, that's pretty much what he's been doing is coaching, right? I mean, mm-hmm. at some point, that's that does wear on you. And, you know, look, I think some of this has to go in the decision for family, you know, in, in just really – because he said he really wasn't burnt out, you know, or anything like that. But at some point, you know, Connor's getting older. Megan's obviously doing her thing on the West Coast. And, you know, he's, he's married to Skylene, and they get – you know, I mean, again, think about it. You barely have a small window – to really enjoy your family life um, when you play football or when you do anything football. And, you know, again, you treasure those moments, but you have to kind of, you know, be away for months and months at a time. And, you know, basically let me do a quick recharge and let's get back after it. And so, uh, you know, I think some of that weighs on you and and look, Sean is going to be able to do what he wants. Right. And look, I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people have talked about the network and TV stuff. I've heard, you know, networks are pretty hard up uh, trying to get him right now and offering him some, you know, a little bit more than Tony Romo money to come on and stuff like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where, you know, he really can pick what he wants to do. And, and he's not coaching anywhere else this season. You know, the Saints still kind of have those rights. And so if he decides to take a year off and to go in the booth or go into a, a sports analyst show, you know, like a Fox pregame, an ESPN pregame, or if they get him for Amazon, I mean, that's going to bode well for him. And the thing is, mm-hmm. if I'm Sean and I'm doing that, we've seen coaches like Bill Cowher, Tony Dungy, you know, once you get in there, it's kind of like, I don't really want to, to come back out. And so, you know, I, now that's the only thing I think for me is, is, you know, he's 152 and 89. He was 21 or 20 wins behind Bill Parcells as mentor. I, if he would have coached this year, I think he would have got into top 15, you know, again, he has a Super Bowl. He's, he's merited. I mean, the saints have had, best regular season record next to the chiefs for the past several years. And I mean, one of the most successful teams since he came on board in 2006, you know, I guess, let me ask this next question. Um, you know, has he done enough to get consideration for being in a hall of fame as he's done so far, or do you think he has to come back and do some more? Oh no, hands down. He's the, he's the first ballot hall of famer. Uh, he's the first ballot hall of fame coach. The, the things that he's done, you know, for, for New Orleans, you know, not just for the city, but what he's done on the football field, his his words, his his uh, his accomplishments on the football field speaks for itself. You know, to me, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, um, and I wouldn't say any different. 
to me, it's, it's a no-brainer for me. He's a Hall of Fame coach. If if he doesn't get in the Hall of Fame, you know, I'm not even go that way with it. But he's definitely a Hall of Fame coach, and it's a, it's hands down Hall of Fame. It's not even a question. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, it starts that clock now, but if he comes back, that'll be something. And, you know, again, I think so, too, just because of the offensive-minded prowess that he's had. And, again, you look at those guys that are in the NFL Hall of Fame, you really can't tell the story of football without somebody like Sean Payton. That's what I always think about and just what he's been able to do and, you know, how he was just instrumental in turning that franchise around. And, you know, look, again, um, we've always talked about him in here and, and, you know, of course being covering this team and stuff, you knew how he was, didn't want to get a lot of things leaked out, you know, and, and stuff mm-hmm. stayed kind of tight lipped. And I think that served him well, you know, just to be able to be in control and to do those types of things. And, you know, again, the next coach of the saints is going to have their work cut out for him. And, you know, I think the best thing he said, cause he was asked about the advice is just be yourself. I mean, is it that simple Mm -hmm. for them to come in? I mean, you know, you're only going to get one Sean Payton probably every generation or whatever you want to call it for coaching. And so now they're in a situation where, you know, that next guy, whoever it is, it takes over and we'll talk about it in a minute. But, you know, is it is it that simple or do you think they have to come in and reinvent the wheel or or what? Uh, You know what? I think I think it's that simple, but I don't think it's that simple. Uh, it's, It's that simple because. You know, anywhere, any place you go, any anywhere you go at, any job you are in, any profession you're in, you want to be in that in that profession, and you want to be able to be yourself. Uh, if you're not yourself, you're not really, you're not really going to give it, or I, I could say give it your all, but you you just want to be in a place that you can, you have the opportunity to be yourself. Uh, but is it that easy? It's not that easy because you got big shoes you have to fill. Uh, and like I said, we can get into it later, but I just think that the fan base is going to have to understand that we are now in an era where we don't have a Drew Brees and we don't have a Sean Payton. You know, so now the fan base have to be open to change. And whoever what whoever the next head coach that comes in, we have to give him an opportunity to make his legacy as well and not compare him to coach Peyton, which I know the comparison always going to be there because he's just retired, but you got the next coach that come in, you have to allow him to, to be himself and to put his stamp on the new Orleans saints, the same way coach Peyton came in, put his stamp on it and not have any comparison because nobody's going to compare to coach Peyton, the next quarterback that come in here and we solidify quarterback, they're not going to compare to Drew Brees. You know, and so it's just we have to allow whoever comes in next and takes over the helm. We have to allow them to be themselves and allow them to put their stamp on the program and not judge them or compare them to Coach Payton because there's never going to be another Coach Payton. Yep. And look, it's it's good. Again, the Saints are going to have their work cut out for them. And, you know, look, I've seen some people talk about oh, the Saints are, need to strip this thing down. They need to trade all these veterans. They need to do this. And then, obviously, they magnify the salary cap issues, which is, I'll just say, it's a bunch of baloney. That's the nice way of putting it, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not true. You know, look, this team, they have easier decisions to make this offseason. They're not $100 million over the cap. I mean, they 2023's cap is going to rise. You are in a situation where you really don't even have to cut anybody 
to get under the cap. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I, they got to make some big decisions. But at the same time, I think you go in here, if you can obviously keep Marcus Williams and then see what you want to do with Quan Alexander, look, your defense is, is still intact. The same defense from last year. And again, every year is different. That doesn't mean that the same team, that's the same 11 guys that start and these other role players are just going to come in and pick up where they left off. But their needs are way clearer this offseason than they have been. And that's to get a quarterback and, a wide, you know, upgrade at wide receiver. And if they can mm-hmm. do that, I don't care who comes in and head coaches them. You know, I think they're going to have a legitimate shot to be able to put together a run. And, you know, again, we've talked about coaching a lot and the guys that have been under Peyton's tutelage and understand what it takes to win and the type of dedication that you have to have. Again, I believe that, it's almost easy and it's a, it's a desirable spot for any coach that's looking that New Orleans should be on their radar. Would you agree? Oh yeah, definitely agree. And, and for me now, I think the biggest thing for, for us is to, it depends on which way we're trying to go with it, but is to really keep this coaching staff intact because this coaching staff, don't get me wrong, coach Peyton, coach Peyton was an amazing coach, but a head coach is only as good as his assistant coaches. You know, and his assistant coaches are some great coaches. You know, so Coach Payton done a great job in mentoring his assistant coaches and teaching them, especially off the office coaches, uh, teaching him his schemes and teaching different things like that. So, yeah, if we can keep our coaching staff intact, whoever we hire, we can just keep the ball rolling if he doesn't come in and bring guys in that that he wants. And if he does do that, that's his that's his right to do that, you know, because everybody have their own guys they're going to bring in. But if we can kind of keep this coaching staff intact, you know, I don't see a big letdown. I don't see a big letdown. Of course, you're going to miss Coach Payton. Don't get me wrong. You're going to miss him. But his coaching staff is a good coaching staff. And you see, and we've seen that firsthand that the game that with Coach Payton, he couldn't, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't coach that game because of COVID. And we had to end up playing a Buccaneers team and we ended up beating the Bucs with his coaching staff. It wasn't that Coach Payton was there at the game and making the adjustments and doing those things. You know, the coaching staff, his other coaches, his assistant coaches did that. And they still ended up beating the Bucs. You know, so you got a good coaching staff that's intact if we can keep them intact. Because I'm quite sure uh, the way it's – how many other teams need head coaches? You have nine other teams out here that need a head coach. There are eight other teams that need the head coach now, you know, so they're going to trust me. They're going to be pulling at our coaching staff. They're going to be pulling, uh, not saying trying to get them to be head coaches or some may be have opportunities to be head coaches, but they're going to be pushing. They're going to be pulling from our coaching staff to trying to get them in the building. You know, so I feel like the biggest thing for us right now is not only a quarterback, of course, and upgrading your receiving core, but keeping our coaching staff intact. As yeah, much you as got yeah, you got the Bears and, and Broncos that have filled their jobs, and Giants are looking at Flores, I think, today on Thursday. And so, you know, and the Jaguars, I thought they'd be a shoo-in for, from Byron Leftwich, but it sounds like Vic Vangio is a guy that's coming up and interviewing for the job, and that could be interesting. And so I would just tell you that now the way things are playing out, you know, with the coaching staff that they've had, and I know Sean Payton's going to endorse his guys, right? And but you're looking at essentially, is it as simple as Dennis Allen coming in to take over or 
do you look at somebody like Aaron Glenn, who's been paired to him? He's DC at the line. Do you look at him? Do you look at Leftwich, or do you look at at uh, Eric Bieniemy, who would by I can't understand why he's not getting interviews and why he's not getting more traction the way that some people have been over these past several years or do you even look at somebody like a Doug Peterson I think he's a a wild card name that I throw out there what what direction would you go if you're Gail Benson and Mickey Loomis if you you could do it you know what if I could do it because I've seen it done I'm going right Dennis Allen I'm going right there I'm, I may hire a head coach right within our coaching staff just to keep our coaching staff intact because we have so so good of a coaching staff. You know, I may hire right within our coaching staff now and keep it right on rolling. Everybody still have that same continuity. They know each other. They know, our, they know each other's weaknesses. They know each other's strengths. Nothing changes. And we've seen that Coach Allen can step up and be a head coach because he's proven it and he has the pedigree and he has the background uh, showing that he is, that he can be a head coach. So, I mean, truthfully is it, it all depends on which way you want to go, but I feel like we have a great opportunity right in the house, not saying that if we go out and hire somebody else, that that's a bad move, not at all. But if I'm the GM, if I, if it's me, I mean, I'm not a GM, but if it is me, you know, that is something that I think I would do. Yeah, and I think this is a way that they could play out because the thing is, you know, you look at these offensive-minded guys, I think it gives chance for Pete Carmichael to have a chance, right, if you promote mm-hmm. Allen. The D.C. spot opens up. You can put somebody like Chris Richard or Ryan Nielsen there yep. to run the defense. Richard's been interested. I mean, he got interest from the Steelers and the Ravens. Um, Ravens filled their spot, but you got all these coaches that are getting, you know, interviewed and – other teams are interested. So look, I think promoting Allen goes a long way. And then I could even go a step further and say that if Allen gets promoted, maybe Mickey Loomis takes on more of a presidential role after this. And it allows somebody like Jeff Ireland to get promoted as well. And so I don't know if that's exactly what will end up happening, but at the same time, it would make a lot of sense. Allen's proven himself. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten more traction besides the bears gig. And then the bears have obviously filled their position so, again, it's one of those things where I think they can make this work. And, you know, look, he's going to be measured up to, to Sean, obviously, uh, whether it's fair or unfair. And, and I think he's got the tools to, to lead this team. I think he's obviously a different person than Sean Payton. I think he's mm-hmm. going to bring some fiery passion. You know, I remember it was 2015, I think it was, when the Brandon Browner stuff was was going on right and he yep. was I'd never forget because I got the shot I <laughs> put it on Twitter that he ran up to, to Browner and got kind of in his face for not making a play or doing something and Browner kind of mm-hmm. got back into it and he just wouldn't back down so I think he holds people accountable and I think that's the important thing and, and I think it gives a chance for Pete Carmichael to showcase his talents you can bring somebody like a Joe Brady back if you need some help on the offensive side I, I think they've got enough there but still even if Allen's the coach you still got to get a quarterback. You still got to get upgrades at wide receiver. And I think Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland are, are going to know that and they know where to go there. And, you know, I think it gives a chance for New Orleans to really come out and shock some people because, you know, you look at Dennis Allen's time last time he was a coach with the Raiders. I mean, it wasn't good. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, but again, 
a lot of that has to do with support. I mean, you you essentially have an owner like Gail Benson, and, and Tom Benson was this way too, but you know, look, whatever you guys are doing, just let me know what we need. And Mickey's a guy like, hey, this is where we want to go. Um, you know, can we make it happen financially or not? Yes, no. And then we'll figure out somewhere in the middle if we can't. And, um, you know, I just think that that situation is ideal. And again, I think Alan's got to be your leading candidate here. And it wouldn't surprise me if they move quickly on it. You got the senior bowl next week. Um, being that they have a new coach April 4th, they have the, you could start your off season program now two weeks earlier than others. So it's just shocking that you see the saints as one of those coaching spots that are open right now, but at the same time, they can kind of pick this thing up and still keep moving. Uh, yeah, definitely. And everything you just said, I mean, you hit it right on the head. I mean, I mean, I think, I think you said a mouthful. Yeah. And, and look, I, I think that, We'll know, of course, soon, um, you know, of course, they're going to have to do their due diligence to interview. And again, I, I hate to see people like left, which get left out, you know, but I think this is just a, a way and even be enemy too. But I just think that this would make the most sense for New Orleans and it, it, it would work well. And again, you can keep most of your staff intact. You know, again, it gives a chance for some promotions within, gives some people more opportunity to, be able to work. And, um, you know, I think this is a, a staff that knows what they're up against and can operate like that. And, you know, again, um, quarterback wise, I don't know if it'll take Russell Wilson completely off the table. It might, you know, but there's other options they can use. They can use stop gaps. You know, I, I said this the other day, you know, what if uh, you use Matt Ryan for a year? I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying they should, but you know, Taysom's going to be obviously out. I don't know if he's going to be ready by week one with his list Frank injury. You could re-sign Jameis Winston, and uh, but I know other teams are going to be interested. Ben Roethlisberger announced his retirement today on Thursday. Um, and so Steelers are a quarterback team that needs one, and Atlanta's are probably going to need one. They're going to have to look at the draft maybe or something else. And so there's a lot of ways this thing could play out, and I think that's what the fun part of the offseason is for me, even though there's no football. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely correct when it comes to the quarterback positions. Uh, it's going to be a lot of teams out there looking for some quarterbacks. And I don't, and truly, I don't think the draft is is quarterback heavy this year. I don't think this is a tough is is a good draft class for quarterbacks. Not saying you're not going to have a quarterback that that may that may get drafted that comes out and really shows how good he is. But from my understanding, there's not even a quarterback that they're thinking that's going to go in the first round this year. You know, so uh, it's going to be a lot of teams in the NFL looking for quarterbacks that's already in the league, like you're saying. So left, uh, not left, which, but uh, Winston could be on uh, the table for people wanting to wanting to bring him in because there's such a lackage, a lack of quarterbacks in the draft this year when it comes to being the first rounders. So, I mean, I, you just don't know which way we're going to go with it, but I think whichever way we go with it, I trust the program. Uh, I trust the leadership, and I feel like whichever way they go with it, we're gonna be fine. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I think they'll be okay, and I think that's the message. Is you know, it's unfamiliar territory. It's very scary. It's it's hard to see where things are going to go, but at the same time, you know, I, I think there's there's a positivity to be had. You know, again, I don't think this is a situation where you strip down this roster. You don't have a lot of decisions that you have to make for things. Uh, I mean, it's it works to your favor. And, you know, whether Tom Brady hangs it up or not, that's going to be interesting to see because I think right now the NFC South, even if Brady does come back, is still wide open. 
because Tampa had a lot of issues. And man, I'll tell you too, you just looked at what happened on the divisional round, man. That's some of the most exciting football I've ever seen in my life. That Chiefs Bills game was insane. <laughs> and I tell you what, if you could get a quarterback like Mahomes or Josh Allen, my goodness. Oh my yeah. goodness. That is just in, it would be amazing to see New Orleans get that. But look, I I'm totally on board with getting some type of really elite quarterback. You don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that'd be a long-term situation or fix, but you know, if they still believe that their window is now and that they can kind of still compete, I don't I don't think that's a bad move to look at at somebody like Rodgers or look at somebody like that to to at least improve what you had last year. And and then if you look at a, another name that I think is nobody's really talking about, but could be a valuable option is Deshaun Watson. Of course, yep. you want to make sure that all the off-the-field stuff is cleared up. But I feel like if that if those things are cleared up, the off-season stuff he have the off the uh, off-season stuff he have uh, going on, if those things are cleared up, man, that would be an amazing pickup to get a to get a young quarterback that's super talented. And he's still young and he's still young. So to, to get a Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't take that off the table either. Of course, you got to make, you got to do your due diligence and make sure everything is good when it comes to off the field stuff we have going on right now. But he's another young quarterback that is very talented. And guess what? He didn't take any hits this year. You know, mm. so that's, he don't have a lot of miles in his body, especially not from this year. You know, so to me, that's another option that you could look at when it comes to him. Yep. And, and I hope, I mean, again, that's, it's going to be a fun off season. And again, you see a lot of, even a guy like Derek Carr, I mean, you know, he's going to be tied to that next, whoever gets to the next head coaching spot, he may leave, you know, you got that guy as a, as a potential possibility. I'm not saying that should be the way they go, but you're going to have these quarterbacks that are going to fall out from their teams or have something or request a trade. And, you know, again, it's, it's going to be right for the saints to pick them. And I think that, there's no reason you shouldn't get a better at quarterback. Again, I love Jameis Winston to death. I think he did amazing. It's so unfortunate to see him get hurt. Um, but, you know, I think he was doing so well. But, you know, again, that's a guy that maybe his fate was tied a little bit to Sean. And I don't know. I think he could respect Pete Carmichael a lot and Ronald mm-hmm. Curry and getting the job done. But would he be as effective if, if Sean's not there? I don't know. But, again, I feel like they, they have some options there. But as of right now, they have three quarterbacks on the roster. One's not really healthy at the moment, obviously, with Taysom Hill. You've got Ian Book, who, again, he's a rookie going to second year. He could have a good leap, but he could also not be <laughs> where you want him. I don't think he's you're going to somebody say, let me roll him in as a starter. And then you picked up Blake Bortles on a reserve future deal. So they don't have anything there really that's going to that's going to do anything. Um, and you've got decisions to make on free agents. Again, we'll get in that, into that in a later show, but um, again, you have an opportunity to get better at quarterback. That's the main thing. And you got to be aggressive here. That's true. And you know what you made, you, you made a point about if we could get a guy like Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes, that'd be amazing. The name I just brought up, is kind of like them. You know, he's Deshaun Watson is a little bit like Josh Allen and a Patrick Mahomes. Uh, that can really just throw the ball. And also he had his have legs as well if he need to run it. But he's a pocket passer, but he has the legs of a guy that can just get outside of the pocket and run. So I, I think when I'm just looking at things, I know I'm just kind of jumping the gun with it. But I'm, when I'm looking at Deshaun Watson, he reminds me a lot of a Josh Allen 
Mm. Or a Patrick Mahomes. Maybe he don't have all the throwing angles that Patrick Mahomes has, but he can light it up. And I, I just think a lot of people has forgotten about um, Deshaun Watson because he hadn't played this year. Yep. You know, but when he was playing, he was amazing to watch. Yeah, I would agree. And I mean, I remember being at that Saints Texans opener, but that man just <laughs> I'm surprised. I did. I'm surprised. I was heartbroken he didn't pull it off. But at the same time, the Saints were able to win because you know Drew and stuff. But you know, he's he's a gamer, man. He can change things up. And so I feel like he gets the right situation. And that's a lot of it is you get the right situation, it can go a long way for you. So yeah. uh, again, I'm interested to see. And again, hopefully we find out who the coach is soon um you know again i'd I'd say going into senior bowl next week that obviously you know that's going to be um pretty much one of those things where you got mickey and and jeff that are going to be scouting it and maybe some other guys but you're not going to have sean there and so you know and it's not that it's a disadvantage for the next coach because they can always pick up film and look at it that way but you know Mm -hmm. it's going to be we always talk about it's the most important offseason for the saints well, this is the most important offseason for the Saints coming, and uh, they got to get it right. Yeah, yep, yep. I think I think we'll find a way, though. We're, we'll find a way. We'll find the replacements that we need. We'll get the free agents in that we need, and we'll draft what we need. I mean, uh, one thing I can say about the Saints program or an organization, they have been consistent for a long time. And consistency don't just come because, you know, all for one person. Consistency of organization – comes from everybody in the organization doing their job you know so even though coach Payton is gone and we're going to miss coach Payton dearly the organization is still is still intact yep and the wheels aren't going to fall off that's the biggest thing well look we look forward to it and we'll talk more about it but you know we definitely wanted to talk about Payton and there's a lot of things to talk about for the Saints in this offseason and as always be sure to keep tuned to believe in Saints for all your needs and Terrence, anything that you got to plug before we get out of here? No, sir. No, sir. All right. Well guys, we appreciate you uh, tuning in and as always give us a follow, give us a like, give us some feedback and we'll look forward to having some really great things out of this uh, over the next several months and going up to next season. Thanks guys. Have a good one. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.